Collected Sorceries is brought to you by the letters ELF and by the creature type CATS. Please support the official release. How'd I do? Was that good? That was great, Alf. Thanks. All right, I got to go. I have a CAT scan I have to get to. Magic! It's a kind of magic. Magic! trailer is just ah, chef's kiss it's just so rad hey what up it's your boy collected sorceries well it's your boy ethan although i don't know about the whole boy dichotomy it's it's maybe not your boy but someone's boy anyway you know i wanted to give you guys something in this weird intervening uh period so we're gonna talk about Icoria, layer of behemoths among other things the first set, in at least in my memory, that had a card banned in Commander, well, C-E-D-H, before the set even came out, which is pretty bonkers. It's Lutri, the Spell Chaser. It's a one and then two hybrid, is it, uh, Elemental Otter, which may be the first instance of otters as a creature type. I'll have to check with the research department. Regardless. Yes, Lutri is a 3-2 legendary creature elemental otter with flash. Uh, it has companions, so each non-land card in your starting deck has a different name. Which is to say, if you want to have Lutri as your companion, uh, this is the requirement that each non-land card in your starting deck have a different name. Uh, and then the reminder text, if this card is your chosen companion, you may cast it once from outside the game. And additionally... When Lutri the Spell Chaser enters the battlefield, if you cast it, copy target instant sorcery, instant or sorcery spell you control. Wow, you may choose new targets for the copy. So basically, you get a fork, if I understand correctly. The other big standout card, if you have a set entirely devoted to giant monsters, is you're probably going to have someone who hunts monsters. So all you uh, Capcom fans should uh, find a chuckle on that. It's Cheville, Bane of Monsters. He's a 1-3 legendary creature human rogue. So he triggers Prowl for... He costs one black and one green. He has Death Touch. And beginning of your upkeep, if your opponents control no permanents with bounty counters on them, put a bounty counter on target creature, planeswalker, and opponent controls. And whenever a permanent and opponent controls with a bounty counter on it dies, you gain three life and draw cards. So it's a little bit better reverse Moldervine Reclamation basically. The next set of, the next standout card isn't really a card, but a cycle of cards. It's the Mythos cycle. So basically we have the uh, Mythos of Brakos, the Mythos of Snapdax, and so on. One for each of the major creatures in Ikoria. Got your Mythos of Snapdax, which is two and white white for a sorcery. It says each player chooses an artifact, a creature, an enchantment, and a planeswalker from among the non-land permanents they control, and then sacrifices the rest. If black red was spent to cast this spell, so basically if you spend black red white white, uh, you choose the permanents for each player instead. And all of the Mythos 
are similarly formatted as far as their cost, and they're all in the uh, relevant uh, wedges. The next up in the Mythos cycle is the Mythos of Nethroi, which is the Abzan wedge, so it's two and a black for an instant this time. Destroy target non-land permanent if it's a creature, or if green-white was spent to cast the spell. And I should mention that the whole Mythos cycle has its totally rad, uh, awesome Seb McKinnon art that's done to look like like cave paintings, basically, and it's it's pretty incredible. Do yourself a favor and look it up uh, if you have the chance. Third in our Mythos cycle is the Mythos of Brakos, which is fun to say. Uh, two green-green for a sorcery. If blue-black was spent to cast this spell, search your library for a card, put that card into your graveyard, then shuffle your library. Return up to two permanent cards from your graveyard to your hand. So it's a, a kind of a weird graveyard tutor slash entomb deal. Again, uh, four cost, sorcery, Saltai Wedge, Rad Seb McKinnon art. The fourth in the saga is the Mythos of Vadrock, which is a big old red damage spell. It's a two red red sorcery. Uh, deals five damage divided as you choose among any number of target creatures and or planeswalkers. If white blue was spent to cast this spell until your next turn, those permanents can't attack or block and their activated abilities can't be activated, so it's pretty crushing, I would say. Last up in the Mythos cycle, we have the Mythos of Iluna. The magic of illusion! It's a two blue blue sorcery. Create a token that's a copy of target permanent. If red-green was spent to cast this spell, instead create a token that's a copy of that permanent. Except the token has when this permanent enters the battlefield. If it's a creature, it fights up to one target creature you don't control. The other really rad thing you have about this set is just some of the names of, of the creatures in, in general. Like, real wild, like, Monster Hunter type names. Like, Obosh the Pre-Piercer, and the Almighty Brushwag. Obosh the Pre-Piercer is a 5 cost, 3 5, for 3 and 2 hybrid Rakdos. He's a legendary creature, Hellion Horror, so already pretty great. With Companion, your starting deck contains only cards with odd converted mana costs and land cards. And if a source you control with an odd converted mana cost would deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals double that damage to that permanent or player instead. Instead. Next we have the Almighty Brushwag. And the Almighty Brushwag is a 1-1 one, one for 1 with Trample. Creature Brushwag. You heard it here first. And for 3 and a green, Almighty Brushwag gets plus 3, plus 3 until end of turn. So he's small, and then he's large, and he's cheap, and he has Trample. The third on my list of awesome, crazy creature names is the Vulpikite. It's a 2-3 fox bird for 3 and a white, and it has Mutate for 2 and a white. Uh, it has Flying, and whenever this creature mutates, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. And the way Mutate works is basically you cast a spell for its Mutate cost. Uh, if you do, you put it over or under a target non-human creature you own, and then they mutate into the creature on top, plus all the abilities from under it. So, example, if you had Vulpakite and you mutated it onto your Almighty Brushwag, you would have a, I believe, a 3-4 flyer 
with pay three and a green. This gets plus three, plus three until end of turn. And also it has trample. And its name, the name is the name of the creature on top. Uh, come to think of it, I should amend my statement about monster hunter names. Uh, the names of some of the creatures in Ikoya are a little bit more ham than your average monster hunter monster. And I'm a thousand percent okay with that. Porky Parrot is a 3-4 for 3 and a red creature bird beast with mutate for 2 and a red. Uh, it has tap. This creature deals X damage to any target where X is the number of times this creature is mutated. So it gets crazy pretty quick the, the bigger your monster sandwich gets. And last of the examples of crazy names uh, for this, we have the Archipelagore which is a 7-7 seven, seven for 5 and 2 blue, a creature Leviathan. Uh, it has mutate for 5 and a blue, and whenever this creature mutates, tap up to X target creatures, where X is the number of times this creature has mutated. Those creatures don't untap during their controller's next untap step. So the bigger your sandwich is, your monster sandwich is, before you drop Archipelagore on it, again, incredible name, then the more sleep effects you get. There's also uh, a fair share of reprints in Ikoria. Uh, for instance, you have Pacifism, you have Divine Arrow and Pacifism in white. You have Anticipate and Convolute in blue, as well as Essence Scatter with totally red Seb McKinnon art again. You have Neutralize in blue, as well as in black, you have Dark Bargain, Dead Weight, Corpse Churn, and Memory Leak, I believe, is a reprint as well. Unlikely Aid, also a reprint in black. The other reprints I can see off the top of my head are Adventurous Impulse, Wilt, and Plummet. Uh, all in green, Wilt is a functional reprint. It's another edition chant. With but it has cycling this time. Uh, the other thing that is not a reprint, but ultimatums are back now in wedge form. Guess who's back? Back again. The uh, three color, now they're in wedges, the, the cons colors. So there's an ultimatum in Abzan, one for Jeskai, one for Timur, one for Mardu, and one for Sultai, which is green, black, blue. So that's kind of fun. Uh, probably going to be pretty big in Commander, I would imagine. It's Mailbox Christmas. It's Mailbox Crimbus. Oh, weird. Oh, okay. I have my key braid. So I'm going to crack these open. It's orders from, it's orders of cards from the Interbutts. One from TTD Cards in Kentucky and the other from Timeless Settings in Georgia and they are uh, my snow-covered swamps and my blue-green shockland sorry blue-black shockland get that tasty ASMR up in there uh, one blue-black shockland three snow-covered swamps and a couple of the eggs from Odyssey eggs Eggs, 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 eggs
This is my Shadow Blood egg, my red black uh, egg. And I think that was it. Oh no, there's two of them. Uh, this is my Shadow Blood egg and my Watery Grave from Ravnica. Put that aside there. Open this in from from Timeless Settings. Shrippity doo da. Shrippity yay. I feel like uh, Shrippities here. This is. Oh, uh, Sky Cloud Egg. And. What's to them? Sky Cloud Egg and Sungrass Egg, which are the white blue and green white eggs, respectively. Also from Odyssey. Uh, and then the swamps. Uh, there turns out there weren't any swamps. It was just the eggs and the shockland. Seeing as how this is my first time with different audio recording software, I'm gonna clip it right there, but not before giving y'all a, uh, a magic SRS. Uh, today's relevant shit is the Talus Paladin. Why fill pockets with gold when you can fill hearts with conviction? Uh, that will be all for this week from Collected Sorceries, a Magic the Gathering podcast. Uh, you can catch us at Collected Source on Twitter and Collected Sorceries at gmail.com. Uh, stay safe out there. In there, wherever you are.